You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars and Cincinnati Bengals game last night. More specifically, we're going to talk a little bit about Jake Browning. And, of course, Trevor Lawrence, there's been a little update on his injury. Adam Schefter put it out there. We'll take a look at that. But the Bengals pulled off a big one last night on Monday Night Football. Guys, don't look now, but the Bengals are alive in the playoff chase. They are. And the Bengals may have found a little something with Jake Browning. I keep saying this, and you guys have heard me say it, and it's a little bit of the Brock Purdy thing, but... You know, there are things about Jake Browning that fits the old Parcells rules of looking at quarterbacks and getting quarterbacks. Jake Browning played 53 games in college. All right? And this just goes to tell you, the the Bengals are also another example of when you draft a quarterback or you acquire a quarterback, you've got to, your priority becomes, I've got to do something with the offensive line. Make it strong, and I've got to surround him with a bunch of offensive talent. Okay, this is a this is and this is why Belichick's failed because he has not done that for Jones, Zapier, or anybody else. And it's one of the reasons why Brady left. I mean, really and truly, because it's like, well, I can win in a different way. No, you can't. Not now. Why? Because speed kills and speed is everywhere. Uh, so, let's start very quickly, just to get it out of the way. Trevor Lawrence, last night, of course, franchise quarterback for the Jags. He is hurt. Adam Schefter, initial testing showed that Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence sprained his ankle per his source. Lawrence is scheduled to undergo additional testing tonight and Tuesday to determine the extent and how much time he will miss. Jags head coach Doug Peterson would say, quote, I don't have any information on Trevor yet. We're still evaluating. Evan Jeffries, who's a doctor, chimed in right below this. Healing time on lateral ankle sprains based on severity. Grade one, one to two weeks. Grade two, three to six weeks. And all of a sudden, the playoffs become very uh, iffy, and that division opens up, all right? A a sneaky good division opens up. Colts, good. This is the playoff picture. Texans, 7-5. Colts, 7-5. I mean, you got two teams that are only one game back of of actually winning the division, and one of these teams is probably going to have to win that division. It's it's crazy. Now, C.J. Beathard, he was with the Niners. You guys know I'm a Niners fan. And when he played, the talent on that Niners team on offense is not, was not what it is right now. Okay? Um, he went 9 for 10 for 63 last night. I can't tell you that. But it gets worse because the Jags are officially a, a, a mash unit. They lost Christian Kirk, groin, and cornerback Trey Herndon, concussion last night as well. So it the wheels fell off for the Jaguars last night. And right at the wrong time, right at crunch time. So let's just get over to Zach Taylor. He made some comments about Jake Browning last night. 
just come out and said he lit the world on fire. And guys, Jake Browning lit the world on fire. This kid went out, 27 years old. He's got good size, 6'2", like, um, well, let's just look. I've got him right here, 6'2", 210. I mean, prototypical sort of quarterback size, right? In Cincinnati, it will be a uh, the night that quarterback Jake Browning, this is PFT, breathed new life into their playoff hopes. Browning was 32 of 37 for 354 throwing one touchdown, running for another in a 34-31 overtime win. What do I preach about quarterbacks? If they're accurate, they've got a chance to be something. All right, so we're looking at four games. This is four games into the season. He's thrown for 75% completion. 6-49, three touchdowns, one pick. And the guy's got some mobility. Ten, ten rushes for 70 yards, one touchdown. Jake Browning is officially interesting, okay? He's officially interesting. And this, people forget, this was the kid at Washington. At the University of Washington. He's kind of, his legacy has gotten lost a little bit because Michael Penix is going to be a top 15 pick. But Jake Browning was the dude, but he had a a down senior year, and it hurt him pretty bad. But in 2016, his sophomore season, look at this, 43 touchdowns, nine picks. But he was 3-1 to one, touchdown to interception ratio in college, 64.6%, and just threw the ball a hell of a lot of times. Nearly 1,500 attempts, over 12,000 yards, 8.3 per attempt. This kid's got talent, and he's very interesting. This just goes to show you how important talent is around these guys. Joe Mixon, they come out and said they're committed to playing Chase Brown. Well, Chase Brown showed his ass last night. He did. He showed his butt. I believe he was 8 for 61. I think I got it right here. 9 for 61. 6.8. That's a hell of a changeup from Joe Mixon pounding the hell out of the ball with 19 carries. I mean, that's just, that's something to think about. And if this does not tell you how important weapons are, 11 for 149, Jamar Chase. Mixon, 6 for 49, 8.2. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. I mean, hindsight being 2020, the Patriots almost traded for T. Higgins, and they didn't want to pay the price. This is their depth chart. Joe Mixon. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Good God. And this Chase Brown kid that's fixing to start getting playing time. I mean, the Bengals with offensive weapons, as it should be, they're loaded, folks. They're loaded. So, Zach Taylor would go on to say, quote, he just lit the world on fire, Taylor said. By the way, and this is something we talked about at the end of last year with the Bengals, all right, and after they got hosed in the playoffs, I think. Zach Taylor's a good coach. He's at least a competent, good offensive coach. There were calls for his job. He just lost Joe Burrow and put together a game plan where the backup quarterback comes in and in his fourth appearance, not fourth start, fourth appearance, Goes 32 for 37. By the way, two of them were drops. 
32 of 37 for 354 and two touchdowns. Zach Taylor can coach his ass off. They better make sure they just just do not get swept up when people start calling for Zach Taylor's job. Because that kid can coach. He just lit the world on fire. At halftime, I wasn't sure we had an incompletion if the ball had hit the ground yet. I just thought he managed the game beautifully well. He was aggressive with some of his throws. He did a great job making plays with his feet. Just really proud of Jake and the job he did. And by the way, guys, he was not just... He was not just throwing some little, you know, three-yard passes and some screens last night. I think he had maybe 10 completions of 10 air yards or more. <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's good. No way around it. Um, and, of course, it's 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 Tuesday morning, Monday night football, prime time. There's a little overreaction in this, I guess. But... He showed his completion percentage against the Steelers. I mean, it was high. It was high. 73% against the Steelers. You look at their schedule, and I've got their schedule right here. There's winnable games on here. Colts game, Steelers game, Browns game. They're all, all three of those are winnable. The pivot points in the, in the schedule for the Bengals now, Vikings, well, that's at home. With Josh Dobbs. Now, I think that's a winnable game. It's a coin toss, but it's winnable. The Browns is going to have an all-world defense, but that's in Cincinnati. Don't look now, but I called it. Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Flacco looked really good. I called it. Joe Flacco looked really good the other day. Best QB performance of the year by the Browns. I called that, by the way. The real issue is going to be this Chiefs game. They're likely to lose it, but... This is the problem. When you start looking at the playoff standings, they're at 11 back here with six wins. Um, And we found out that ultimately we was right. We thought the AFC was going to be very good. And I think you're going to have a 10-7 and team. And who it's going to end up being, I don't know, that ultimately will end up missing the playoffs. I think you're going to have several 10-7 and teams. And because of tiebreakers... I think a couple get in, and somebody, a third one, gets left out. Who it's going to end up being, we don't know. Texans, Broncos. Texans now have the tiebreaker over the Broncos. Bills, can't sleep on them. I mean, we just know if the Bills get in, they're going to be dangerous. And, of course, now the Bengals are still sitting there. So, you never know. You never know. Uh, The Bengals have to take one of them games against the Steelers because they lost one. So the Steelers have a tiebreaker there. All right. So, and of course, they play the Colts. Well, you got to win that. You got to win that game uh, no matter what. Tell me what you think. Wow, Jake Browning. I'm telling you, NFL teams have got to figure out how to evaluate quarterbacks, and they got to start looking at quarterbacks that started. 40-plus games, 50-plus games. That's that's the reason I had Hendon Hooker above Anthony Richardson because I don't like those, those quarterbacks coming out that have only 15 starts. Yeah, that's how you get a Mitchell Trubisky out there. Exactly how. 
I want to see 30, 35, 40 starts, 30 starts, 23 wins. That's the kind of thing I'm looking for. 25 wins. You know, did you did you complete more than 64% of your passes in college? Were you two and a half, three and a half, you know, two and a half, three, three and a half to one interception touchdown ratio? I think that's why Brock Purdy looked so good. All of that experience in college. Tell me what you think, guys. Peace them out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.